0: I just don't want to leave here and think that this is just so simple. Mm -hmm. It's continuous, and it's difficult, and it's hard because we are in a battle.
1: I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Welcome back to Tangible Truth Podcast. I first want to thank Brad Franklin for being the host while I was gone for a much needed rest and break. I just appreciate him. So much. So thank you, Brad and Chris, for doing the podcast uh, last week. And today we have Megan Jones back. We love Megan to be part of our podcast. So thank you, Megan. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Hello, listeners. So we're going to have a great podcast today, and I'm so looking forward to it. And stay tuned till the very end. We've got a great announcement to make. So hang on till the very end. But today we're going to jump right in to Psalm 37. We're going to start with verse three and we're going to see how far we go. I'm going to read it to the listeners. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. I'm going to stop there. That's only verse three, thirty Psalm thirty-seven three. David wrote this and the the people were really kind of disgruntled when they were they were comparing, actually. They were saying to David, you know, why is it always true that those that don't even believe seem to be successful? They seem to be prosperous. And we are the faithful ones and we're suffering. And David is saying to them basically in verse three, listen, dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. And it's easy to be distracted is what the translation is saying. It's easy to look the other way Mm -hmm. and be distracted. Your job is to cultivate faithfulness, trust God. And that word, cultivate, faithfulness is what we're going to talk about today, because it's a powerful, powerful word. And we're going to kind of really investigate what that really means. Because since I've read that, I called you and I said, oh, Megan, we've got to talk about this on an individual light level, and then how it relates to all relationships in our life, because
0: basically we are cultivating 24 seven. We are Susan. And I think that that's why this is so striking is that if we just kind of land on the word cultivate, right. And I mean, there's, he's saying so much here, but I think that word is so powerful because, and I think that that's why it's so great that you decided to dissect that word. Mm-hmm. Um, in this, in this setting because We are living in a time period where there is just, it feels like wickedness is all around us. And as you kind of continue to read the scripture, that's what it's all about. Like keep cultivating, keep dwelling faithfulness and in me, because it's so easy whenever we start to see wickedness and evildoers win Mm -hmm. and succeed. And over and over and over our eyes can shift that way so easily to say, why? I think that we do that even now today. It's so relevant Mm -hmm. even today. And so just kind of going back to that word cultivate and dwelling, how do we do that well, Susan? And I and I think that word is something to just I'd love to dive into. Yeah. I I do too. Because, you know, when I think
1: about cultivate in my own personal life, it made me stop and think, what am I cultivating? Sure. You know, because sometimes it's very good things that I cultivate daily. And sometimes I find myself cultivating Things that are not good. Right. You know, I'll find myself thinking, Oh my goodness. I have found myself at times cultivating bitterness Mm. and, and recognize that in my life. And thankfully, God prompts me in those times. Like I'm not, no, that is not of God. Right. So I'm not, in fact, cultivating faithfulness. And when you're not cultivating faithfulness, here's the deal. When you're not, you are very,
0: easily distracted. Absolutely. That's the key. Here. It is, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. Correct. I mean, that's why if, if we don't constantly kind of check in with ourselves, and mm-hmm. I know we talk a lot on the podcast in the last couple times, we've talked about the body. I think that's why it's so important to constantly check in with our hearts, constantly check in with our bodies around What are we cultivating? Because if we get lost and just kind of journey on without really noticing what we are cultivating, it's a dangerous, slippery slope to cultivate things that feed our soul in a way that leaves us still hungry and desperate in these places. And what do we become desperate for? Mm -hmm. Right. What ends up happening is what we become more desperate for is Jesus. But we don't even pay attention to that or know that. Mm -hmm. And so we start cultivating a place where we're feasting on junk food right we're 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 Mm -hmm. feasting on things that are not going to necessarily put us back in in view of jesus is what i mean by the junk food Mm -hmm. well you've got
1: you've got small children and you don't just feed them junk food exactly and would that be good for them No, if you only fed them junk food, and you were just talking about that earlier before the podcast, I I can't feed them just junk food. It would not be healthy for them. Occasionally, they do eat junk food, of course. All kids do. Uh And we do, too. Right. We eat junk food mm-hmm. occasionally, too. But if that's all we ate, mm-hmm. then that is not healthy for us and our bodies. It's not healthy for us mentally. Absolutely. At all for our brain. Right. So it is not healthy to just put that in our body all the time. You know, it's been said before by many health experts, you are what you eat. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so the same is true spiritually. Absolutely. You know, we are. And, you know, as we read God's word, if we're putting in the right things in our soul. Uh, so getting back to the bitterness piece, if I'm, if bitterness feeds bitterness. Absolutely. Right? And so you have to, if I'm cultivating that, then I I am, I, I am not, I'm not as strong in my, my connection. I call it plumb line. Mm. Uh, That's a good word. And my plumb line with Jesus. And so I've got to get back to that plumb line. And so I've got to ask Jesus to help me with that. I need to do that Mm. because that's what I want to cultivate. Absolutely. So again, the word cultivate meant so much to me when I was reading this. Because when I'm cultivating my relationship with Jesus, as David puts it, cultivating faithfulness then i'm not in fact bitter mm. because if something comes along to make me that way mm-hmm. then i go to jesus first right like i this is this is hard right you're gonna have to help me through this i don't this is this person just hurt me i need your help forgive with forgiveness
0: mm.
1: you know because we've said before on the podcast we're never more like christ than we, ch- than when we choose to forgive someone who's hurt us, right? Right. And that's not a natural thing. Forgiveness is not a natural thing. No. It is, in fact, a supernatural thing. It, it's intentional. It it's is an intentional it's choice. Very, very, very intentional. And you know, we have people in our in our offices all the time. that go, "Oh yeah, I forgave them," but then the behavior shows. In fact, they have not. Mm-hmm. They're still beating someone over the head with a baseball bat. Right. You know, twenty years. Later, right, you know, or whatever. So true forgiveness is a
0: process and Jesus does that through us. And I think just even thinking about the word cultivating as you were talking, Susan, how it landed on my system was when we cultivate a spirit of faithfulness and we really kind of pay attention to what we're feasting on. Right? Are we feasting on God's word? Are we feasting in prayer? Are we looking our eyes on goodness and on faithfulness? And and are we cultivating that in our spirit? Because whenever we do that, we are dwelling, we're building our house, mm-hmm. right? I think of my dwelling place, it's my house, right? That's where I live, right? That dwelling place starts to take root. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think that whenever we're feasting on or dwelling in and cultivating a spirit of bitterness, our body wants to remain in that place because it's like junk food. Mm-hmm. Right. If I'm to eat junk food, my body craves the sugar. Mm-hmm. Right. And I just think about that in terms of dwelling and cultivating spiritually. Right. If my body is so used to to eating junk food, that's where I'm going to kind of bend. Mm-hmm. right? That's what my body is going to want to go towards. And so I think that's why if our eyes aren't on it, it's so easy to feast there. But whenever we really kind of turn inward and really can slow ourselves down and pay attention to what we're cultivating, mm-hmm. what kind of spirit am I cultivating and, and feasting on, then all of a sudden we can kind of get back to um, dwelling in the house of faithfulness. But that's such a tricky place because we have to have our eyes wide open to see that happening.
1: Yes, we do. And so in that light, now that we've kind of talked um, thoroughly, I would say, on the word, but not completely, on the word cultivate, I'm going to start with verse 1 that David has written and through verse 4. And it says this, do not fret Mm -hmm. because of evildoers, Be not envious toward wrongdoers, for they will wither quickly like the grass and fade like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Verse 5 says, Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him, and He will do it. So in that context, we are still talking about what you had mentioned earlier. There will always be, quote, as the scripture says, evil doers. Absolutely. So we are to, in the midst of that, cultivate what? Cultivate faithfulness. And that, as we have also established, is a very intentional act. Is it easy? No. Is it intentional? Yes and is god with us yes are we trusting in it yes trust in the lord you know this this translation is the new american standard that we're reading from one other translation that we really like was the amplified, amplified and it said feed yes we really liked that because it's kind of the analogy that we were using. You know, you feed on the Word of God. You feed, and and it used that, like, the trust part, trusting on the Word of the Lord, feeding mm-hmm. on the Word of the Lord in order to cultivate. It's a continual Absolutely.
0: process. Mm-hmm. It's not a one and done. Right. We don't just eat one time. No. Right? No. We have to constantly be feeding our bodies and feasting on what is good. Yes. Right?
1: And I think that's a key point. Absolutely. I think that's key. And that's why I brought up the difference. We're human. Sometimes we're cultivating things that are not good. That's why I brought up sometimes we're bitter, Mm -hmm. but don't cultivate it. Yes. Uh, Don't feed it. Yes. That's why I like the amplified using, what are you feeding? Mm -hmm. What are you feeding? Mm -hmm. You might be at the trough, but what are you, what are you taking in? Right. And it's very key to know that because it's, again, I repeat, it's not a one and done. Absolutely. Sometimes we get on a spiritual high and think we're done Mm -hmm. and that's enough to last me. For a, for a long time, and it's a, a daily process of what we're taking in, mm-hmm. and for me and for you, we know it's continual throughout the day. You know, after we're done doing this podcast and we start seeing clients, we're going, God, what do you want to say to me? Right, God, what do you want to say to our client? I mean, we're it's a continual.
0: Because here is the reality: is that we are we are fighting a battle every second. every day, every second, and I just think of you know having to put our armor on yeah like that's why it calls us to that because if we aren't seeing ourselves in a, a battle constantly, then we don't continuously cultivate right we we kind of relax we kind of become content we kind of let our guard down a little bit mm-hmm. um and and I think that it's a dangerous place to be because then we're not ready for the attack. We're not ready for the bitterness that seeps in so easily Mm -hmm. because it's coming for us. It's Mm -hmm. coming for all of us. Mm -hmm. And if we're not, kind of readying ourselves for a battle here Mm -hmm. and kind of standing on that firm ground of cultivating Mm -hmm. a spirit of faithfulness, then we're not ready for whenever it comes. Mm -hmm. So we have to be in a place where we have a firm foundation underneath our feet, where our house, our dwelling place Mm -hmm. is this Mm -hmm. so that when things do come and knock us off course Mm -hmm. and kind of kick us out of our house for a little while, we're able to kind of notice it and go back and dwell again and cultivate. Mhm. And I think that that's an, an important distinction because I just don't want to leave here and and think that this is just so simple. Mm-hmm. It's continuous and it's difficult and it's hard because we are in a battle. You're exactly right. Very good point. We have to be battle ready. Absolutely. We have to be battle ready. And you
1: know what just came to my mind Megan and I know it had to be of the Lord of course because anything good comes from the lord out of my mouth because i'm nothing without him but was is matthew 11 28 through 30 came to my mind come to me all you are weary and burdened Mm. and i will give you learn from me that's 28 and 29 we all know 30 basically but i and i feel i can see picture that that field with the two ox with the the yoke because it says, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. The yoke between the two ox, and I see that, that field, mm. you know, and Jesus is behind the, the reins and the ox going through that field. As you were talking, I can just see that field and they're cultivating mm. the, the soil. For all the whatever they're gonna plant. Right. You know, but they're cultivating all the time. They're reading the soil. Yes. Right. Yes, Yes. reading the soil. And I can just picture that reading the soil. And that's what we're doing all the time. Reading the soil for what? Mm -hmm. That's what we've got to picture, you know, all the time. So what's the big question for the listeners? What are you cultivating? Yes. What am I cultivating? Yes. What are we cultivating? What are you cultivating, listeners? What am I cultivating? What are you cultivating, Megan? What am I cultivating? The question's from me. It's the big question from today's podcast. What are you cultivating? And it's huge. David was, was saying, dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. And of course... That's our desire Mm -hmm. constantly is to cultivate faithfulness on a daily basis, moment by moment. Mm -hmm. And man... You can see the difference in your life when you're cultivating faithfulness. And thankfully, when you're connected, I call it my plumb line. When I'm not, Mm -hmm. I know it immediately. Yes, Don't you? What do you notice, Susan? I'm In my body. Mm -hmm. I know my body. I'm tense. I'm not sleeping at night. I get irritable. Absolutely. I mean, everything changes. Right. Everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm even irritable with the people around. I mean, I'm just different. Absolutely, and um, but my body's different. Like I said, I don't sleep at night. It's just everything about about I'm not me. Mm-hmm. I'm not who God designed me to be. Yes, and and Carrie used a term earlier. I feel like we're spiritually weak. Yes, you know when we're
0: not cultivating the f- faithfulness that we should be. Right. Right. I'm just kind of letting it wash over me for a second because mm-hmm. I think what's so important is is whenever we really kind of slow down and kind of allow the Holy Spirit to really kind of teach us um and really help us learn and um, what it's like to trust in him and have faithfulness and build that cultivation process, right? Setting the soil. Um, I think what kind of happens for me is my body starts to feel a sense of peace, right? If I'm cultivating oh, yes. Jesus, what mm-hmm. the difference is, I'm, I'm like thinking about the opposite of what you said. So yes. Whenever I cultivate yes. that spirit, then all of a sudden my body shifts where it's not that the hard doesn't come. It's not that the wind doesn't blow me over, or, you know, my husband and I cycle or my my kids kind of, we kind of start to battle. But What starts to happen in me is I can find that still place quicker, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Instead of kind of my body sending me into a spiral Mm -hmm. and upregulating and all of a sudden my anxiety comes and my anger starts to come forward, my irritation comes quicker, but it just feels more still. Is that kind of how it is in you? Totally. Your soul is
1: still. Totally. And I'm so grateful that i i want to bring back the point when i am irritable and i can't sleep at night and all that i'm very grateful that god allows that Mm -hmm. i feel like that's the part i'm fearfully and wonderfully made by god for and designed for him to do that yes in my body like Mm -hmm. susan hello 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 come back to me right you know this is what happens it's a it's a massive signal yes That I'm not cultivating something correctly. And to your point, when you're back in line, cultivating
0: faithfulness, peace. Right. Just as you described. Right. I feel, you know, you feel it. And even if my even if my world isn't peaceful necessarily, that whenever I invite Jesus in, I'm just not so alone in the life. chaos and the wickedness right. of life. Right. right. And so even if my world still is chaos and it doesn't feel like the problems have gone away, that I know that I'm just not alone. He's in the with, fear. You. Exactly. He's with you. Exactly. And I think that's the huge difference where right. I don't have, I can all of a sudden know that I don't have to walk this world alone. He has brought people. I have people. I have a support system around Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. But whenever I don't cultivate a spirit of faithfulness and dwell there and my eyes kind of go the left or the the right, I start sinking. Right, right, and so I just love that vision that you kind of brought us today of just clearing the land, keeping our eyes straight. Right, of um, of soil, the soil kind of turning there. Mm-hmm. I think that's so beautiful. And walking, even though you still have a trial,
1: like as you said, but God is with you. What came to my mind is I still have a security. It, it, yes, which I love that word. is which is the trust, Mm -hmm. I believe that David is talking about here, trust in the Lord. I'm secure in the Lord, even in the midst Mm -hmm. of my trial, trouble, tribulation, grief, whatever I'm going through, I'm still secure Mm -hmm. in God, in my relationship with Him. And I go back to so many times, He's a rock to me, if that makes sense. that's my visual of God for me. He is a rock. People are fickle, yes, and they come and go. Not him. He is. It's just the nature of humans, absolutely. And uh, and they're changing. We we're humans, but not him. Ever. 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 And that
0: that is so secure. Absolutely. So when we can really, listeners, as we kind of wrap up here, when we can get our eyes on that rock, right? And we can kind of allow our, our bodies to kind of come back to center, so to speak come back and dwell, Mm -hmm. right? And cultivate, kind of look at what we're cultivating here. And that's really kind of what we want to kind of send you with is just paying attention to what are you cultivating? Start paying attention to what are you dwelling in there? And if it's not the Lord, that's okay, right? But at least you have your eyes on it now. And when you have your eyes on it, you can always kind of come back to that dwelling place with Jesus. That he isn't left there and he's still with you even when you don't have your eyes on him. But just leaving you with that thought of coming back and dwelling and cultivating a a spirit of faithfulness.
1: Absolutely, Megan. Uh, This has been a wonderful podcast Mm -hmm. talking about what we are cultivating mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Right. Thank you so much for joining I us I just so today. much enjoyed
0: it. Thank you, Susan. And before we
1: go... It has always been the vision for Tangible Truth Ministries to help as many people as possible in the area of mental health and counseling. But we've reached our capacity despite the ever-present need for more care. Hours and hours have been donated to the cause by our caring counselors. Turning away a client in need is never our desire. So we need your help to meet the needs of our current clients and the list of those waiting to be seen. That is where the Tangible Truth Scholarship Program comes in. The Tangible Truth Ministry Scholarship Program would allow more counselors to join us in offering sessions to clients, help provide multiple sessions as needed for our clients, and to bring a wider variety of counseling specialties for clients in need of specialized care. So how can you help? Well, on Thursday, April the 6th, we are participating in the area-wide Northwest Arkansas Gifts Day. It is our goal to raise $12,000, which we think is a doable goal, with your help, of course, which would allow us to help a minimum 20 people and or families in 2023 through full and or partial scholarships. So we would ask that you would pray and consider giving to Tangible Truth Ministries this year on Northwest Arkansas Gives Day. And you can find the link in our podcast description. Thank you for your consideration. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.